football, the Alabama spring game, the A-Day game in three days. Coming up on Saturday, 2 p.m. Central Time, Bryant-Denny Stadium, SEC Network Plus. We'll have the call, but right now, you're rocking and rolling on a Wednesday hump day on the hottest show on the streets. Got that fire, the baddest show in the land. They don't want that smoke here. We got you right here in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. Touchdown. Alabama Magazine. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome into the conversation. We're bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham. Streaming this to you on YouTube. Speaking of the channel, hit subscribe right now. Stop what you're doing. Smash that subscribe button right now. Get your friends, family members who are Bama fans to subscribe or who are college football fans to subscribe because if you love the content, they will too. Make this your network, your platform, your channel, your space to talk nothing but Bama. Also, don't forget to leave a like. Run those likes up. Give us that thumbs up right there. Get those likes past the moon. Let's get this show right now. 50 likes. Appreciate you guys hitting that like button already doing your thing there. Also, turn all of those post notifications on. Hit that little bell so that way you miss nothing, absolutely nothing on what's going on with your favorite program, that being Bama Football. We got you also covered here on Facebook and Twitter as well, streaming to you this show. And we got a lot to get into, folks. A lot to unpack. Coach Saban is doing some work in this NCAA transfer portal, and the rival fans are hating this. They are frustrated by the work that Coach Saban is putting in. We got to talk about my man Jalen Moody. His time is now. He talks some big talk on Tuesday. He's been backing it up with his play in spring ball. This is a big year upcoming here for one Mr. Moody, young man from South Carolina. And also, we're going to be joined a little bit later on by a Bama great, a two-time national champion linebacker, Christian Miller, is coming on to discuss spring football, the A-Day game, the players he's looking forward to seeing step up in the upcoming season, and just what does he feel like Alabama needs to do to get back and win? that national championship but we want to hear from you tonight the passionate fans of Bama football you make all of this go without you this show does not happen we want you firing up the phone lines calling 205-448-1358 number to call in and let your voice be heard 205-448-1358 and one more time 205-448-1358 want to hear from you of a daily super chat go 75 dollars daily super chat go appreciate the support and the donations coming from you guys gotta shout out my man john ivory in the production studio doing his thing also behind the scenes but let's get down the business here crimson tide like i mentioned owning that transfer portal and that opens up the conversation coach saban uh, continuing to state how you know early on he spoke on how if you make this about the transfer portal if you make this about transfers, it's not going to be fair for everybody. The rich are going to get richer, and it just feels like if every, it's like every other team can pull somebody from the transfer portal, and it's no big deal. But as soon as Bama gets somebody, ah, oh man, Bama cheating. They cheating. Saban cheating. They tampering. They messing with stuff. Why Bama got to get this player? Why they got to end up with Alabama? Why the NCAA 
don't come down here and investigate. Bam, you see they cheating. But if anybody else grabs somebody from the transfer portal, or oh, it's just hunky-dory, or oh, it's cool, or oh, it's peaches and cream. But if Alabama gets somebody from the transfer portal, then we got a huge, ugly mess of a problem. But I digress from that statement. Coach Saban doing his thing in this portal, and his latest move was on the offensive line, grabbing Tyler Steen from Vanderbilt, 6'5", 315-pounder, native of Miami, Florida, by the way, of St. Thomas Aquinas High School. And this was a big pickup for Bama, huge. Uh, Coach Eric Wolford did his thing, according to Steen's father. Coach Wolford was the closer in this whole deal. When Wolf, when Wolf spoke, it got the whole family. Let's come down to Alabama. Now, normally, when you think of people closing the deal in terms of recruiting for Alabama, you think the close would be Coach Saban. And yes, Coach Saban does close on a lot of these, but seeing how Eric Wolford was the closer in this situation, a coach that, you know, Alabama's paying $900,000 on the offensive line, big, big deal there. But getting back to Steen, this is a big pickup. And I know what people are saying. Steven, he comes from Vanderbilt, though. Like, how much of this is really, truly a big pickup when you come from Vanderbilt? Think about this. The one thing Saban appreciates is experience. How much experience do you have? Do you know what you're doing? Do you know how to do it? Why to do it? The importance of doing it. And can I trust you consistently to do your job? And at the end of the day, what's the old statement? Experience is the best teacher. And uh, Tyler Steen at Vanderbilt has 33 games of experience as an offensive lineman. 33 of those. That's a lot of football. He's got 21 games of experience at left tackle. He's got 12 games of experience at right tackle. And you go back and you watch the tape from the Florida game against Todd Grantham and those creatures that the Gators had on defense and against Georgia and those guys Kirby Smart had, the Jordan Davis, the uh, N'Kobe Deans, the Nolan Smiths, the Quay, uh, the Quay Walkers, those guys, Steen held his own against both of those two defensive units. And he only allowed two sacks last year. So anything he provides is going to be a step up. It's going to be an upgrade. It's going to really, really help Alabama football because he brings experience, he brings leadership, he brings depth, he brings SEC big game experience here to your Crimson Tide. So having Steen in here, big deal. And to hear Bryce Young talk about this on Tuesday, he stated that you know, the offensive line, you, you, there have been some guys banged up, whether it's been Emil Echior, whether it's been Darian Dalcourt, whether it's been James Brockermeyer, Tommy Brockermeyer. There have been some guys banged up here on the offensive line. So Alabama's numbers depth-wise at that spot have been a bit low. So getting a guy in Tyler Sting with experience to come in here, that's a big deal helping out and protecting Bryce Young in the pocket as the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Now, with Steen in here, this creates a new projection to the offensive line, in my opinion. So my projected offensive line with Tyler Steen, he will not play in the spring game on Saturday. He'll make his arrival in the summer to take part in summer workouts, fall camp, 
in the upcoming season. But the projected offensive line I have here from left to right, I've got Tyler Steen at left tackle, Javion Cohen at left guard, Seth McLaughlin at center, Damian George at right guard, and J.C. Latham at right tackle. Now, Emil Ekiyor can still make a push in here once he gets back, but I like the brute strength and physicality of George. I know Coach Saban wants to give Kendall Randolph, the sixth-year senior, every chance to win a starting spot at offensive tackle, but with the experience Dean has, 33 games on the offensive line, that's more experience than, than Randolph, more experienced than Latham, more experienced than Amari Kite. When you got a guy with that kind of experience, you cannot deny it. You can't overlook it. You got to see what he brings in here. And Coach Saban does not bring in transfers with SEC experience to set them. He's looking to start those guys, play those guys, get those guys on the field, and see what they can do. But big pickup there getting Tyler Steen. But there's other news going on in this portal where Bama is concerned and the big piece that is really heating up could Alabama be adding could the Tide be adding another elite speedster at wide receiver I'm being told by a vetted source this guy knows his stuff he is connected everywhere in this team it is scary how accurate this particular person has been I trust this information that he is uh, providing me here. So what I've been told is uh, it's basically a done deal where Tyler Harrell, the transfer from Louisville, is concerned. Uh, they're just waiting on him at some point to make an announcement to come to Alabama. But, I mean, this dude here is the real deal. You look at another uh, South Florida native at six feet, 197 pounds. I mean, track star, track speed, straight burner, this dude caught 18 passes a year ago for the Cardinals. Of his 18 receptions, six went for touchdowns. So almost half the time, that brother caught the ball and was headed to the crib to score and do his dance, hitting the gritty on him one time. So that's what Tyler Harrell was doing. And uh, a big note here, he averaged 30 yards per catch in a run-heavy offense. You're talking about elite speed, elite explosiveness, Big acceleration, uh, uh, the ability to create huge off the line of scrimmage in his routes. He was going from zero to 60 quite quickly, quite fast. And for a guy that coming out of high school, Tyler Harrell was clocked at 44140 out of high school. Big speed there. In the 100 meter dash, we're talking 10 3 5 speed. That's fast, 10 3 5. Guys like Henry Ruggs was running 10-5. Guys like Christian Leary running 10-5. Tyler Harrell, 10-3-5. Boom. Bucket. You want, you want one indication of how good this kid is? You pop in his tape from Louisville's matchup with Wake Forest. He destroys four defenders. He catches the football. Four defenders are right on him. They could not catch him. He put serious distance between himself and those four defenders and scored. And I just think back to when Jamison Williams got hurt in the national championship game against Georgia, and Kirby Smart was like, Phew, they don't have nobody else that can create separation with that kind of speed. 
Saban thought to himself, I refuse to let this happen again. I'm stacking up on speed. I'm stacking up on burners. I'm stacking up on guys that can get up and really, truly go. And uh, if you add Tyler Harrell, if Alabama adds Tyler Harrell to this impressive roster of speed receivers, you're looking at Jermaine Burton, who's got speed. Christian Leary, 10-5, 100-meter dash speed. JoJo Earl, quickness and speed. Aaron Anderson, speed. Kendrick Law, speed. In the summer, you bring in Isaiah Bond, possibly one of the fastest guys Saban has ever recruited. In the summer, in comes uh, uh, Kobe Prentice, another fast dude. And then you add Tyler Harrell to that. I mean, good Lord. Good night. I mean, night, night, Irene. That type of speed you're going to have there at the wide receiver position. So, uh, Coach Saban's got his eyes on Tyler Harrell. I'm being told a done deal, just waiting on him to make that announcement to the Crimson Tide. But it is unreal what Saban is doing here in this portal. And so, last but not least, I know U.S. fans have been asking about another offensive lineman, one of the guys from Georgia, Amarius Mims, the former five-star. What I've been told here is uh, Alabama would love to have him. I mean, he was high on Alabama's recruiting board for the 2021 class, but he chose Georgia, helping the Bulldogs win its first national championship in 40-plus years a season ago. However, Mims would need a waiver to come to the to, to, to come to the Crimson Tide and transferring from SEC school to SEC school. Now, I think Coach Saban works with uh, Greg Sankey. They can get that waiver passed. They can get that waiver approved. But here's the other picture. Miami is now in Mims's ear, and that's Mario Cristobal saying, hey, you come down here to South Beach, we got a starting spot for you. We got a playing spot for you right here. So I kind of feel at this point, Tyler Harrell to Alabama is more so likely than Amarius Mims. I would like to have both. U.S. fans would like to have both. But I think Tyler Harrell is more so likely to come here to the Crimson Tide. But Steen is big for the offensive line. But the name heating up, Tyler Harrell, the speedster from Louisville. A lot of big stuff on him. Potentially Henry Ruggs 2.0. He's expected to make that decision soon to come to Alabama. But we take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that down. We're just getting your chest warm here on a Wednesday. When we get back, we take your phone calls, your thoughts, your chats, your interactions. We hit you guys up, the Bama fans, right after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. This is Matt Cadell, former Alabama wide receiver, and you're listening to In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith with Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And I got two words to say, baby. Roll Tide. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because $1 of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. 
Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, folks, we're back rocking and rolling on the number one show, giving you that heat for Crimson Tide football. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine on a Wednesday. You guys are doing phenomenal. We're at 55 likes. Let's get this thing up to that 100 mark. Let's rise this thing up, baby. Hit that like button right now. Get those likes past the moon. Stop what you're doing. Hit that like button. Get this thing up to 100 likes. Also, smash subscribe. Subscribe as well. Make this your show, your network platform's number one stop here for all things Crimson Tide. Got you covered right here. Got to appreciate my man Big Bill. Bill from New York with that $5 donation in the Super Chat. Showing off here that daily Super Chat goes $75 daily. Super Chat going. And people, I'm, I'm excited for this A Day game. I, I mean, I really am. I mean, to see uh, John Mitchell Jr. and Wilbur Jackson both be honored as the first two African American players to integrate the program under the leadership of Coach Paul Bear Bryant. That's going to be fun right there, seeing those two get their accolades. Also, just to play on the field, watching the offensive line, how, how does that group look? going into summer workouts in fall camp. Watching the quarterbacks, how does Jalen Milrow look? How does Ty Simpson look? You know, Bryce Young, he, he looks to put on a show here in this spring game. And you, to look at the running backs, you know, just just Jameer Gibbs separate himself from Trey Sanders. Does Trey Sanders continue to hang right in there with him? Now that's going to be fun. The wide receiver room, who makes that move behind Jermaine Burton? Who takes that step up? I mean, defensively, just so many things to look at and be uh, excited about. And uh, one of the things that I'm pumped up about is the amount of fans that we can see in this spring game because SEC Network Plus, you're streaming that. You're not going to be able to watch that on a normal cable package or a normal TV package. So those fans, you guys are going to be piling into Brian Denny, getting that firsthand look of what does this team look like in the upcoming season. So much heat to talk about. But we go to the phone lines to grab your calls. The call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in, 205-448-1358. We grab this call. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, Stephen. Tim Stewart from Kentucky. How we doing, my man? Doing all right. I was calling, I was listening to you about the Tyler Harrow kid, and, and I can tell you from someone who's who's from here, uh, that guy is, he is super-duper fast, exactly what you just said, and, and if Alabama gets this kid, it's going to be something to 
I'm kind of like what you just said. So, you know, I just wanted to, to say that. I mean, it's just kind of scary, you know, especially being from around this area and, and, and seeing, you know, what he did at Louisville and, you know, just, you know, caught a lot of big plays and, and uh, he's, he's, he's real deal fast, man. And I think that's going to be scary for, for Nick Saban um, if you guys actually get him. But uh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the, the guy, Harold has in, insane speed. 10, 3, 5, 100-meter dash speed, and that's from high school. So imagine what he's running now. He may be a 4-2 or even a 4-3, guy now. And um, I just go back to in a run-heavy offense at Louisville because they didn't throw the ball all that much. I think the running back had over 1,400 yards rushing with 20 touchdowns. Harold caught 18 passes. But six of those 18 passes ended up in touchdowns. He averaged 30 yards a catch in a run-heavy offense. Think about that. So whenever he got the ball, he was an explosive lightning in a bottle big play. You talk about the explosiveness coming out of the route, the explosiveness to separate, the acceleration, the speed, the burst, that type of Jamison Williams-like speed. Alabama adds Harrell, you've got several speed guys on your roster. So Saban is making sure I'm not lacking speed in anything because nowadays you're seeing less and less of uh, those 9, 10, 11, 12 play drives, right? You're seeing more of those, can you get me a quick hitter? Can you get me a one play, bang, 90-yard touchdown? Give me a two plays, bang, 80, 90-yard touchdown to get that momentum going and to create what they call instant offense. That's what Ty, that's what Tyler Harrell is. Instant offense. As much instant offense as Alabama can get on this field, they will 100% take it. We're going to go to a quick topic right here, and this is Coach Saban sounding off on the current format of name, image, likeness, or NIL. Uh, Coach Saban's not happy about this. In an interview with the Associated Press, he basically said, look, if you're trying to make this a league where you pay players, I mean, fine, but is that really what we're supposed to do? Is that really what our job is? Is that really what college football is supposed to be? You know, paying the players like Saban. It's it's this huge catch-22, right? It, you, you want to... Uh, compensate the players for their likeness because of how hard they have worked and how long they have gone with putting their their bodies through so much turmoil and not seeing the fruits of their labor for their likeness. I get that. But then at the same time, you have the others that say, well, if you pay the players, stuff like this is going to happen. It's going to become the wild, wild west. There's no regulation on this where these businesses, these organizations, these foundations are concerned that are handed out this money. You know, boosters are going crazy now, handing out cash. So, you know, what are we, what are we supposed to do? You want to see the young men be uh, compensated but then you don't want to see this become uh, the Wild West and see college sports become pro sports because that's kind of where it's heading. Now you're being treated like a professional athlete as a 18, 19-year-old. You're not being looked at as a student athlete no more. Once you introduce this NIL, you now have become a professional. It's get your butt up, go ground, and go get this money. Now go get this check of NIL. No, I get it. The generational wealth is the NFL draft. 
the generational wealth is becoming a first round pick, top 10, top 15, top five, top 20 pick. That's the generational wealth. But in this land of instant gratification, where we stand right now, any kind of money for today's athlete, let me get my hands on it. So it's a serious catch-22 ordeal, but Coach Saban is literally sounding off for his thoughts on, on the current NIL landscape and how it's being done. And uh, the seven-time national champion is just not happy about it whatsoever. But he will adjust. Don't think about saving. He has no problem there with adjusting. We go to a break right here, folks. Don't touch that down. Upon our return, we sit down with the legend, two-time national champion Christian Miller to talk more of your Crimson Tide after this. Chris Rogers, 2009 National Champion. You are listening to the baddest, when I say the baddest, sports show in the state of Alabama. In my own words, you know, yours truly. Touchdown Alabama Magazine, don't touch that dial. You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw the foes up, but now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Look at all these great players at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Man, wait till I turn up this year. I'm gonna be on the front cover. But what if Will goes off? Or Joe, DeMarco, Chris, Tim, Christian. Don't wait. Order now at touchdownalabama.com or call 833-483-2624 today. All right, Todd fans, we are back in here from the break. Number one show for all things Bama football news. We got the A-Day game on Saturday, 2 p.m. Central time kickoff, Bryant, Denny Stadium, SEC Network Plus. We'll have the call. Got to shout out my man Tobias Brookins from Fresno with that 50-piece, that 50 dollar donation. The Super Chats appreciate the love there coming from him. But right now, we go to the In My Own Words hotline. We pick up a, a friend, a brother. This is family right here. I enjoyed watching him every day at that outside linebacker position for your Alabama Crimson Tide. You want to talk about one of the most fiercest pass rush hands, explosive first sack, first step, first step, can sack your quarterback to the ground. I mean, this dude is the ice man. He cold, but he hot also at the same time. Two-time national champion, can hunt and fish with the best of them. The man from South Kakalaka, South Carolina, Christian, the ice man, sock him out, Miller in the building. Christian, what's going on, brother? What's happening with you? Nothing much, Stephen. How you doing? Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. We got Christian Miller here on the show, two-time national champion 2015 and 2017, played for the Crimson Tide from 2014 to, uh, to the 2018 season. And Christian, just, I mean, for you, uh, with A-Day being Saturday, you got a chance to take a part, to be a part of a lot of these games. 
for veteran players and for young players, you know, what does it mean to make that impact, to have that big moment in an A-Day game, to try to set yourself up for success in the fall, in the season in the fall? Well, it's like you said, it's a great opportunity for you, for you to go out there and show everything that you can do, show all the work that you guys have been putting in during the spring. Um, you know, spring is a great time to develop chemistry between the team. It allows the coaches to see what they have to work with and see see what areas they need to look at. And, and uh, you know, it's just a, just a great time overall. It's exciting. You know, football's back, um, you know, for the time being. And, uh, again, as a player, you know, it's just something that you want to take advantage of. You want to uh, not only go prove to yourself that you've been working and, um, you know, doing what you can to improve, but you want to prove to the coaches that you can be reliable and that you could be uh, somebody they can uh, count on in the fall. And you also just want to go and, um, you know, represent yourself and, 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 you know, establish your brand. You know, I I know I always, um, you know, if I remember correctly, I think I always had at least two sacks in the spring game. That's because I took it serious. I, you know, I treat it like a game. I know that the cameras are going to be on. I'm playing for Alabama, the number one school in the country. So all the eyes are going to be on, on our spring game. So I treated it like a game and always made sure I went out there and, represented myself well and and, and tried to uh, make my mark uh, during the game. So, Christian, what you're saying is you never got the beans and hot dogs, right? You were all a steak, right? (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I might have gotten beans a couple times. But like I said, man, I I knew I definitely uh, wanted to go out there and treat like a game. I wanted to win the game. I wanted to have a good game myself. So, uh, But it was fun, though. It always ends up being fun at the end of the day. It's it's going out there and put on a little preview uh, for all the fans out there. If you're just tuning into the show, people, on a Wednesday, we got my man Christian Miller, two-time national championship linebacker for the Crimson Tide. That was 2015 and 2017 on the phone lines here in my own words. Christian, when you look at Coach Saban and uh, years when uh, you're coming off of not winning a championship or not ending the season the way you would like to, what's that intensity like? with him, uh, whether it's in the locker room, on the field, in those team meetings, uh, in those evaluation meetings, when you come off a season where you don't win a title and there's so much energy built up to the following year, what's that intensity like being around Coach Saban? You know, it's definitely there, but I'll be honest with you. I mean, he's the type of guy, I mean, there's going to be that intensity whether we win it or not. You know, I mean, I honestly feel that the intensity level was – almost the same even when we did win. Um, and that's just because how, that's how he approaches things. He always, um, you know, he, he's always looking for the, the, the next day, the next step. Um, he's always looking forward. You know, he, he lets us enjoy it, you know, for the time being. But, you know, once once that new season rolls around, you know, he's he's got his foot on the pedal. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's definitely, you know, looking back at, you know, things that he felt that he could have done different differently, um, him and the coaches on their end and, you know, they'll probably take a close look at that this spring. And, um, again, he's just going to expect these guys to go out there and work and, and have that, that taste in their mouth, you know, from that, uh, that, that, previous, that previous season. So, um, you know, I'm excited for these guys. I, I, I know that the Coach Saban and those coaches that they have are definitely, you know, putting their best foot forward. And, uh, you know, I know that they're going to have these guys ready to roll this upcoming fall. And, um, again, as you can expect that Coach Saban, he's going to be fired up and he's going to be coaching. Um, and he's going to make sure those other coaches are, are treating it the same way. 
when you look at Christian Jess, this A-Day game, but most importantly, the upcoming season, I know your eyes will be on the outside linebacker position. You played that spot. But are there any players in particular that you will have your eye on in Saturday's game, but also in the upcoming fall that you want to see really step up, do well, and sort of you know carry this team to that championship and win it? Yeah, you know, like you said, I'm definitely going to be biased. Uh, you know, I love Will Anderson. You know, he's arguably the best player in college football. Um, I got a pretty good relationship with him, and you know, he's just overall a good person off the field, and obviously, he's tremendous on the field. Um, but I, I love watching those guys. Um, you know, I, I think defensively, I mean, I, I think you have so many guys returning, and they've been playing with such young guys um, defensively that now these guys are all, you know, matured and 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 they know they know what's expected. They know. They know the process. They know they know their role very well now. So I, I think defensively, I mean, you know, I, I think you know, you, you almost know what you're going to get. Um, some things I would probably look at. I would, you know, I'm I'm curious to see some of the new guys that that, that have come in, some of the new transfer guys. I've heard nothing but good things about these guys. Um, it sounds like they they're you know tremendous playmakers and that they're they're going to add a lot of value to the team. Um, but I, I would I would just look for. Look for guys that you just might not necessarily expect or might not necessarily know too much about because, again, you're going to have things like injuries that happen. Um, there's going to be things that come up, and you're going to have to have, to, uh, have that guy step up and, and um, you know, uh, fill that role. So I would just make sure I pay attention to everybody and give everybody a fair shot. Um, you know, then another thing I might look at is receivers and O-line. You know, you're going to have to replace some guys on the offensive side of the ball, um, especially at receiver and offensive line, and those are two critical positions, especially in today's college football. Um, you know, it's, you know, you have to have a pretty explosive offense nowadays. So um, I would just look at that uh, overall. And I think, um, again, I think Saturday is a, a great chance to kind of get a little preview of those positions. Saturday will be huge. And one guy that maybe a lot of people weren't, didn't think a lot of it first, but you, my man, Christian Miller, you turned up for a lot of fans to see, especially when you got your moment and you got your opportunity starting off in these spring games. We got Christian Miller here, two-time national champion, 2015 and 2017 on the phone lines on a Wednesday. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. Christian, as always, brother, appreciate you coming on. Take care of yourself. Be good. Enjoy the game. And if you go hunting again, please get me a deer. Get me a deer, Christian. <laughs> That that shouldn't be a problem. I've been I've been having pretty good luck the past couple of years with me going, so I, that shouldn't be a problem. But man, Stephen, I appreciate you having me. It's always a pleasure. I uh, love being able to talk football with everybody, and uh, uh, yeah, everybody enjoy a day. Make sure y'all go out and support the guys. It means a lot to them, and uh, appreciate y'all having me. Absolutely. Christian Miller right there, two-time national champion for the Crimson Tide, helping us out here on the show, played from 2014 to 2018. Had some great points there. This is a spring where you're gonna have, people are going to want to see the young guys, who steps up among the young guys. What does the offensive line look like? Guys in the defensive line, particularly at nose tackle. There is so much to watch. There is so much to pay attention to. And the biggest thing, which color suit will Coach Saban have on? Will it be the salmon? Will it be the royal blue, the powder blue? I mean, what, what, what suit will Miss Terry Saban have her husband in in Saturday's spring game. But we take our break right here, folks. When we get back, we jump to the phone lines. We grab your calls, your thoughts, your interactions right after this.
Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit weownthefourthquarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. And we're back in here, folks, from the break of a number one ticket for your Crimson Tide football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith. Touchdown, Alabama Magazine here on a Wednesday. Appreciate my man Christian Miller bringing the pain in that recent segment there. Two-time national champion, 2015 and 2017. Got to love what he brought to the show. And as always, people, just get those likes up. Get those likes up past the moon. Hit that thumbs up. Run those likes up. Make this your show, your network, platform, channel, and space to Talk Bama. We're trying to get this thing to 100 likes. Also, smash, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button right now. Get your friends, get your family members who are Bama fans, college football fans too. Subscribe. Got to shout out my man Rusty Chambers with that $50 donation. The Super Chats. Appreciate that love there coming from Rusty. Our daily Super Chat goal of $75 has been met. Appreciate you, the outstanding fans, consumers, people, family of Alabama football. But we go to the phone lines to take your calls, 205-448-1358. Number to call in, 205-448-1358. We grab this call. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. What's going on, Big Steve? How you doing, sir? Doing great, man. This is the Brookings out here in Fresno. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. Just, um. Uh, enjoying the good weather out here and all that good stuff. Um, man, great show tonight, uh, Steve, uh, as usual. Um, and, um, man, Christian Miller, man, you, you have the best, <laughs> you have the best interview people coming on, man. Uh, he was actually one of my favorites, um, because you wanted him to be successful. I was waiting for him to really just break through. Um, I know he had, he comes from good stock and and just was a all around just good dude, man. So he he did things the right way. I just love to see that. Um, and quite frankly, I th- I do think well, I don't want people to get in the chat and be like, oh, quit whining. You know, these people be tripping in the chat a little bit sometimes. Uh, these people from other other teams, but 
like with he wasn't on the field in that national championship game that wasn't lost on me that year when he got hurt I was like oh man that's going that's going to hurt us we need a pass I remember rush. that we, one I remember you know, that one Yeah right right and it's all of those little things when you really look at it like unlike any other team because we can go down Sean Dion we can, you know, go just go down the line of injured players in a championship game. Man, Christian Miller was one. It, it hurt real bad because we needed that rush, right? You remember that? I remember that. That was that. That was the Oklahoma game. That was the Orange Bowl 2018 season. I remember that it was the Orange Bowl of 2018. He he tore he hurt his hamstring really bad in that game because he yeah. sacked Kyler Murray twice hurt his hamstring, and could not play in the national title against Clemson. Yeah, yeah. So that that's just a, that was, that was a, a bad way to go. But, man, great interview, and uh, always good to hear you in those interview rooms asking those great questions. You know, I wanted to just kind of revisit that NIL, the NIL conversation. Um, you know, being an ex-college athlete, like all that's given to you. I know a lot of people – I don't know where the story got like, like they was treating us like, I don't know, house servants or something like that in school. That's not true. Um, you know, student athletes are treated very well. Scholarship athletes, especially, uh, run the roost in colleges. I mean, I, I never, I never registered for a class. Didn't have to. Um, I was put on a pathway. The the amount of resources that was given to me academically was just amazing. Um, the amount of exposure I had to to business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, just the whole shebang. I, I mean, it's it's countless, it's well above, Steve, like what people are putting out there. They're making it seem like student athletes come to school and that, you know, that, that they're all dead broke. I, I didn't get it because I come from nothing and I wasn't dead broke. And so when I saw them giving those little entitlements, increasing them, I was like really excited about that. NIL, like its origin, comes from like literally your name, image, and likeness being used and being monetized without your permission. Like I think people are missing that. Like the origin of this was, okay, Tobias is playing on a team. They take my jersey and they're making money off of my name being on the jersey. Now, the jersey itself makes money. Alabama is what people are buying. But when you put Najee Harris's name on that jersey, then, of course, Alabama can make lots of money off that jersey. So the whole idea was, wait a minute, he didn't benefit from his name. That was extra. It's the name, image, and likeness. And then being able to, during off-season time, being able to monetize. But I can tell you, Steve, and this is kind of back in the day, like I worked at a car wash, man, and I was being paid $25 an hour at the car wash. <laughs> so I guess that's, I don't know if that was illegal back then or what, but as as an alumni that was hiring some somebody, he was hiring me, he paid me what he wanted to pay me. So there were so many little perks that we got as student athletes. And so now I think what Satan's frustration is, is like 
this is above and beyond name, image, image, and likeness. This is now going into the realm of we just going to pay you before you even have a name that sells. Think about that. How in the world am I worth a mil? I'm worth a million dollars before I get to your school. I've done nothing to even produce that. I've done. It'd be different if I came up with an app like the young man did a few years ago. I think he was from one of the Florida schools. He he wanted to do a YouTube channel or something like that. They told him, "No, you can't. You can't." That's that's what we're talking about. Those were the cases that led to the NIL. The dude can't get on and do his own content and make a little money from it. He should be able to do that. He's producing something. But this is this is out of control. And, and once again, it doesn't matter for Alabama um, because, you know, the, the big dogs are going to win in all of this. Who's going to hurt are those who don't have fan bases, uh, who don't have radical fan bases, radical businesses behind them, you know, that, that are going to flip the bill for that. You know, and um, and you need some nil, man. You, you should. We need some some big donors to just. Build I mean, I'm show. just saying. So you, <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! But anyway, the the last thing I wanted to touch on is um, the looking at the this uh, Saturday was coming up. So what I'm looking for, what I'm looking to see is growth out of Kool Aid. I would like to see our DBs like play the ball better because I believe that that's been like a ongoing thing because DB is a developmental position. Um, and so, you know, if you haven't been in the system for three years, um, then it's going to be, it's going to be rough. Um, you have those like Minka Fitzpatrick who, who came in, but you remember his first year, he was getting burnt like a big dog by Clemson in that national championship game. We still won, but that was Minka Fitzpatrick's first year. DB is tough. It's, it's a developmental position, so I would like to see growth. I, I think I saw a clip with Kyrie Jackson up there. I would like to see some growth out of them, but of course, Eli, I'm very interested to see what he's going to bring to the table, and can they run? Do they become the receiver when they're playing the ball because that that didn't happen enough too many PIs unnecessary PIs and I would like to see Jordan Battle Battle really be the general out there um and see and of course um Branch is just a beast they're saying um this year he was great last year so I'm interested in that the other thing I'm interested in is to to really see what this O line looks like I know that we're slim in terms of numbers but I believe that the, the O-line that we have, the players have great potential. George showed a little bit of potential, but it was clear in that one game, I forget what it was, he just didn't know what he was doing. He was getting turned around. He couldn't get the calls. Um, and then it didn't help that, you know, Chris Owens was serviceable, but, you know, he wasn't, you know, the, the, the best, uh, not, you know, not diminishing. Uh, but he, he wasn't uh, the best, and so that didn't help um, either because you don't have a veteran in the room that could really coach you up. Um, so those are the two areas that I'm most interested in looking in. I think Bryce is going to be fine. Um, if, if he's working the way he talks, by the way, man, how did we get blessed with a succession of quarterbacks like this? This is crazy. Um, other than Oklahoma, I don't know who has had like a run of quarterbacks like this. This boy, he speaks like a grown NFL man. You think you're talking to Russell um, 
Yeah, you think, think you talking about uh, Russell um, when you when you um, uh, talk to uh, talk talking to this kid. So he's so cerebral, um, but I'm interested to see if he made any growth as well. Um, and and other than that, this little running back that we have gives. You know, I'm hoping he's the bomb. Anyway, I know that Waylon said that that I you know I just need to pay if I go long. So I'll just <laughs> drop more in the chat. I appreciate you, man, and uh, keep doing what you're doing, um, and we'll talk on Monday. Roll Tide. Appreciate Tobias there for that call. Good points there from him. It's it's just so much to look forward to in this spring game. And for me, John, John Ivory needs an NIL deal too. John, for what he does behind the scenes, he's a huge NIL on his behalf. But we grab a call here, young Ivory on the show. What's going on? How are we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Steve, what up, man? This is Jay from Sheffield. Jay, what's going on with you, man? Man, I was, uh, the, the NIL, man, I, I think uh, everybody needs to remember one thing my folks told me when I first started out here trying to do my thing. What what another, what another man eat don't make you? I don't want to cuss on your show, Steve, but... You know what I'm trying to say, right? What another right, man right, eat yeah. don't make you. You feel me? So everybody gotcha. worried about these gotcha. boys' money. Quit worried about that money as long as they playing ball. Let them play ball, man. But anyways, uh, let let me uh go go with what the young folks say. I'm doing all the capping, Steve. We we got we didn't we didn't got this boy from uh Vanderbilt. I'm doing all the capping. Right now, my capping stars. Bama national championships. Everybody has grass. Good night, Rose Tide. I love y'all. Appreciate Jay from Sheffield there with that call, calling it in here. I mean, it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a great spring game. It's gonna be a great season. We're gonna take this call here live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Stephen M. Spencer from Lafayette, Georgia. How are you, sir? Doing fantastic, Spencer. How are you? Doing great, sir. I got a question for you about the offensive line, if you don't mind, sir. Go, go right on ahead. I, uh, my question for you is, have you seen enough through spring practice that Alabama do- doesn't need to worry about going through the transfer portal to bring in more offensive linemen? Or do you think we're still going to have the same problem we did last year and we might need some extra depth at that area. What do you think, sir? I think just getting steam from the portal was enough. I think J.C. Latham is going to start at right tackle. He has had an extremely good spring. Uh, uh, Seth McLaughlin's been dynamic at center. He's been the leader of that group. Uh, J.V. on Cohan at left guard's been really good. Uh, Damian George at right guard has surprised some people. He's had a really good spring. So I think just getting Steen from the portal, I think that's the only thing Bama needs. Uh, Eric Wolford, the new O-line coach, he's come in here, and boy, has he done work. Uh, I think this offensive line should be a finalist for the Joe Moore Award, if not win it. Uh, I mean, but I've been looking at the uh, depth chart, and I think we might need a couple more in there. What do you think? If if, if Alabama was to get somebody, I know I know Amarius Mims, the five-star from Georgia, who's in the portal, 
is liking Alabama a lot and, w- and would want to play at Alabama. But once again, you got Miami also in his ear, Crystal Ball. Now, if Amarius Mims can get this waiver passed by the SEC, which I think more than likely he would, uh, Mims could come to Alabama. And that'll be a nasty transfer duo of Mims and Steen. But we'll have to see if Mims can get that waiver through. Well, that's awesome, sir. Well, thank you so much for your opinion. I just want to give a quick quick uh, shout-out to our president of the chat line, Waylon. He's getting uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame tonight. So I just want to give a big shout-out. And I want to thank you and all the TDA for doing an awesome job Thank you, sir, and have a great night. Absolutely. Appreciate my man Spencer calling in. And kudos to Waylon going to that Hall of Fame, the president of the TDA Super Chat. In my own words, fan club, Waylon does an unbelievable job. Show cannot run without him. Guys, shout out to Boz Brunkins for that 20-piece, that $20 donation. Appreciate the love from my man out of Fresno. And like I said, John, you may not believe this, but John Ivory needs an NIL deal. All the work that John has done behind the scenes, get that man uh, some type of shoe deal, clothing deal, whatever John is asking for. Get that man on NIL right now. But anyway, we're going to go to a quick topic here. And this one consists of Bama in the NFL. Some updates here on Cam Robinson and J.C. Halsenauer, two former offensive linemen for the Crimson Tide. Uh, Cam Robinson has signed his tender with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He will remain in Jacksonville on this franchise tender through this 2022 upcoming season and J.C. Halsenauer has been brought back to the Pittsburgh Steelers so Halsenauer back with Pittsburgh uh, Cam Robinson back with the Jacksonville Jaguars also John Mechie has been making some visits here in his pre-draft process Mechie visited the Jaguars on Monday he was with the Patriots on yesterday on Thursday he will be in uh I think that third, yeah he'll be in uh, I think he'll be in Cleveland Cleveland or Jacksonville I think he'll be in Cleveland no he'll be, he'll be in Buffalo so he was with Jacksonville on Monday he was with New England yesterday he'll be in Buffalo on Thursday so John Metchie making some visits here Jamison Williams recently visited the Philadelphia Eagles on this week so uh Bama guys making these visits across the landscape in this pre-draft process. We're going to go to our final break here, folks. Don't touch that down. When we get back, we touch on Jalen Moody. It is his time at that inside linebacker position, but has his rise put Henry Toto on a short rope? We'll talk about it after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. 
Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. All right, folks, we're back in from the break to the show. Number one ticket for your Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Appreciate you guys for all the likes, all the subscribing, all the donations, the calls, the chats, the interactions, making this your show, your network, your channel, platform, and space to talk Bama. And before we get into the final topic of discussion here. Got to remind you of TDAware.com. That's TDAware.com. Do all of your shopping right there. Link in the description. We got your clothing, swags, clothing, swag, sauce, drip, culture, fashion needs right here. TDAware.com. Go ahead and get yourself set up with some gear for the spring game or some gear for the upcoming season. We got you covered right there, right here, tdawear.com. Continue to show that support for Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. I know Rusty Chambers had a question there in the chat about Jalen Milrow and how he could be used this season. I think you got to get Milrow on the field more, especially in some packages, letting him show his arm, letting him show you his accuracy, his precision, his time and his ball placement, and how he has improved as a passer. You got to get Milrow on the field more, not just as a running threat, but have him throw the football and let you and let him show you what he has out there on the field because you got to at some point. Look at the future. As dynamic as Bryce Young is, and he is, he has a big season this year. He's going to be the first pick, number one overall pick for the 2023 NFL Draft. So at some point, you got to put Milrow on the field, work him into some games, primarily, preferably games where Alabama's blowing teams out, and let's see what he does on the field of play. But final topic of conversation actually goes to another Jalen, that being Jalen Moody on defense at the linebacker position. Folks, his time is now. He is ready to be a starter. He is ready to be an impact player. Seeing him speak on Tuesday, he just kept saying, I'm going to be that guy. I'm that guy. I'm the leader for this group. I came back to show these guys how it's done. I'm an, I'm an instinctive player. You know, I know the defense, backwards, forwards, sideways. I can play my linebacker. I can play wheel linebacker. It's time. It's my time. And uh, not just current, play, current teammates of Moody feel like this, former teammates of Moody, when you discuss Ali Cajo, who's at UCLA, he's saying, big bro, big Moody, it's your time. Jalen Moody has been in this defensive system since 2018, and he's waited four years. He's entering year five, but he's waited four years for this very moment, and I can't tell you how excited I am about this young man because uh, getting him back from the portal, he mentioned Alabama's home. I want to do this here. I want to be a star in Tuscaloosa. No other place but Bama, and uh, 
for me, Moody kind of puts you in the mindset of those recent Bama linebackers, the guys like Reggie Ragland, the guys like Sean Deion Hamilton, the guys like Rashawn Evans, the guys like Ruben Foster. Now, to me, with with that with the thumpness that Moody has, he's got he's got a little Ruben Foster in him, but he sort of reminds me more of a Reggie Ragland mixed with the Sean Deion Hamilton. The Sean Deion Hamilton part, he took his time to learn the entire defense. He took his time to process everything. He took his time to put all the ducks in a row, everything in order, and now he's ready to, to do his thing out here on the field. And what's really intriguing, and I got this once again from my guy, vetted source, highly invested into this program, uh, Moody's rise, Moody's determination, has Henry To'o To'o on a short rope. Henry T has got to come with it all the way this season. He's probably going to have to come with it in the A-Day game and turn some heads. But if he doesn't come with it in the first couple of games of this season, Alabama is going to pull Henry T out, put Jalen Moody at that Mike linebacker position and roll with him at that spot. That's what I'm being told. Henry To'o they want to see him be big at that middle linebacker spot. Alabama wants to see him go out there and do his thing, but he's going to be on a short rope just due to Moody knows this defense. He knows this system. He's talking that talk, and he's backing it up. And if Henry Toto has the slightest struggle coming out of the box, don't be shocked if there's a switcheroo pulling Henry T out, sliding Jangan Moody in there at that Mike linebacker position. And what that does is it opens up Deontay Lawson. Hey, hey, sophomore, second-year guy out of Mobile. I'm being told he's ripping it up. He's ripping it up in spring ball. He is highly impressive. He has bulked up. Now at 240 pounds, he's always had the speed, the length, the quickness, the athleticism, played basketball in high school. Now he's bulked up. Now he's got the upper body to go up that length, that speed, that athleticism, that lateral quickness. And this goes back to if Henry To'o To'o struggles at the gate, you're going to see Moody at Michael linebacker and Deontay Lawson at that weak side backer position. So this spring with this A-Day game, summer workouts, fall camp, the upcoming season, going to be huge for Henry T to he can't afford to look over his shoulder, can't afford to slip here because you slip. Here comes Moody. Moody already is going to be the weak side linebacker, but one slip from Henry Toto, Moody's the Mike, Deontay Lawson's the wheel. So going to be very interesting to see what transpires here from the spring game to the summer to fall camp and the upcoming season when you look at this inside linebacker room. But just hearing Jalen Moody on Tuesday, this guy is ready to put a huge finish to the final chapter of his career with the Crimson Tide. But 
As always, Bama fans, you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store if you got the Android phone. For your audio needs, check us out. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Overcast.fm or iHeartRadio. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I shall return on Friday, continuing the conversation that is Bama football. Remember, Thai fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link found in the description. Also, if you're trying to get the fresh edition, print edition of TDA the magazine, you go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member or a subscriber today. That link in the description too. Guys, shout out my man Jamie Wilhelm with that 999 in the super chats. Appreciate the donation there coming from Jamie. If you're trying to get the four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry courtesy of our guys that we own, the fourth quarter. Com. That link in the description as well. Appreciate my man Christian Miller, two-time national champion, coming on the show tonight to talk Bama. It was an outstanding conversation with him. Thank you guys, the amazing Crimson Tide fans, the Bama family, for your donations, your chats, your conversations, your calls, making this your show, your network platform channel, and Space to Talk Bama. Remember to hit that like button. Hit subscribe as well on the channel. Don't miss nothing when it comes to your Crimson Tide because we're, we're putting this stuff out the bakery uh, daily for you guys. Also, guys, shout out my man John Ivory in the production studio doing his thing behind the scenes as always. And until next time, folks, husbands, love your wives. Wives, appreciate, value those husbands, children. You continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing to not be bored. You should have picked yourself up those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. You protect yourself. You protect the loved ones around you. Until next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith. We'll see you Friday, kicking it once again. But you've been listening to In My Own Words. 